following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, yes, it's the weekend again, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here in uh, the beautiful palatial studios of Star Worldwide Networks. And good morning, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm glad we're six floors up with some of those rains we had this week. Oh, Those were gully washers. Well, you know, <laughs> at least this way we'll know. I mean, it would be... I think Noah would have to come by and pick us up if the water got this high. It's the only way. It's the only way this would happen. And you know one thing for sure. You know what else is a good thing this weekend? What's, oh we have, yeah, we have a we have a we have a board op that's actually behind the sneeze guard that's actually dry too, and he's wearing his his um, he's dressed in his San Diego shorts today. Good morning, Blade. How you doing? Excellent, excellent, excellent. I do have my San Diego because I'm going to the beach today. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, or, or is it is it going to be? Um, you're going to the beach? Okay. Being that you live in Phoenix, you yes. need to clarify that. My backyard. Your backyard. <laughs> okay. Sounds all right. Okay. Thank you. That's right. So you have a beach in your backyard? Well, thanks what, to what our gully washers, what, I do, yeah. What have, been, what have you been hiding from me? Well, well, no, I mean, it's just my yard. Seriously, uh, honestly. I oh, mean, okay. Oh, the positive, right. oh, we'll move from the back, from the front to the back. You well, know, well, now you have all that standy-type material in the past. I do. Standy-type <laughs> material. And the weeds that grow six feet in, in one day. Yeah. Oh, a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. No, you'll be out there in your San Diego shorts with your weed whacker <laughs> knocking down the weeds. That's what you'll be doing. All right, we've got a great show planned for you today, and Lord knows we've got, as they say, a plethora of information here for you. Then you might be on overload, but it's all good stuff for you. You need to make sure that you are locked in here for the next two hours. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of information to start with, with our good friend Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design. will be with us in a few minutes. As well as in the 9 o'clock hour, we actually have two fabulous guests. We're going to actually be making the debut announcement. If you've checked out our Facebook page the debut in September of Handyman Hunter, and you heard it first right here on Image Home Improvement Live, along with Christine Bowles from The Luxury Look. And you've heard her before. She's been on the show. She's actually uh, one of the best stagers, home stagers here in the Valley. If you want to get your home sold, give her a call. She'll give you your contact information uh, later on in the show, and you'll be able to have her come in and stage your home, and it'll sell like magic. I mean, she's that good, so I want to make sure you stay tuned for that. And a whole bunch of information. You know, you hear and you see a lot of uh, people on television, maybe on HGTV or DIY, some of the different services that they have for um, Handyman Service. But Handyman Hunter, just a little prelude into our uh, interview in a little while, is actually a um, fabulous company that has had uh, great success in our friends to the north in Canada. And Mike is actually bringing it down here and launching it in Phoenix uh, with our show. And it's going to be a great place for you to be able to go and connect with all the different people and services that you need for your home. You know, Dan, actually, how many homeowners have you gone into that you've seen and done odds and ends uh, or actually inspections for that needed odds and ends work 
where a qualified, not just, you know, your landscaper, but a, a qualified hand, you know, Palo Verde Bob, just a, somebody to come in and do just handyman work that you can trust. You yeah, know, but yeah, the, 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 the maintenance, the round the house type stuff that <clears throat> won't charge them an arm and a leg, and it'll get it done right because I've seen uh, so many things that just aren't right. Trying to use electrical parts for plumbing and vice versa. You know, you see white plumbing pipe for an electrical line. It's like, hmm. You can we- tell a good workman by his tools. You can take, can't you? You can take a look at him and say, you know what he's doing. If he comes in with his tools and his sack from fries, you're in trouble. And they all have the price stickers on them still. And the price stickers (laughs) are still on them. He might have done one of those, like, pick up and run. That's right. You never know. You never know. So we're going to have all that great information, and Mike will be with us here in the second hour. But if you want to check us out, make sure you look us up online at imagehomeimprovementshow.com. As well as you can check us out, and we do uh, weekly posting on Facebook, and also we dabble in the Twitter, you know, because we like to tweet. But we've got a lot coming down the pike here this month, along with the announcement of Handyman Hunter. So we're well, going to be able. There's, yes. there's another uh, clue that you can tell if a handyman's not really on the up and up. What's that? There's a pawn tag on the side of his bag that he just got it out of. He just got it out of hock. Oh, <laughs> that could be that could be a telltale sign of some mismanagement there. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You think so? All right. Well, anyway, you know. But um, again, we always like to give you know start off the show and have uh, a little update on the weather. You know, because we had a lot of weather this week, like you had said, Dan, from haboob to heat and. Uh, and then we pounded some rain on top of it. Yeah, and the Haboobs were following following me from Tucson this week. Oh, it broke your heart to have those, have those follow you, huh? Yeah, and some of them caught up to me. <laughs> Pummeled you with Haboobs. How about uh, when we see in August, we were in Phoenix. August in Phoenix, Arizona. Your agent is a moral. <laughs> it was 112 three days in a row. What do all the locals say? But it's a dry heat. <laughs> Screw you. That's right. That's right. If you get used to that dry heat, you got you got you got living in the southwest. You know, all taken care of. Now, if you if you want to, you could go over to Dan's neighborhood. By the way, you know Dan had a lot of stuff happening in his neighborhood last night. The neighborhood was on lockdown yep. because the cardinal the cardinal preseason game, and you know they only would let people in with specified no, uh, addresses yeah. and stickers in their neighborhood because they didn't want anybody infiltrating like, well, the problem is like they start Oakland tail- Raider fans. Well, they start tailgating in through the neighborhood. You think so? And No, and they leave trash all over the place. Really? And wow. it really gets nasty. They start speeding. They had a couple of fatalities. That's why they just shut it down. Well, you know, but if you're inside inside Cardinal Stadium, then you don't have to worry about some of that dry heat. It's nice, cool, <laughs> That's right. relaxing, watch the game, and and have a good time. But the preseason is here. So finally, we don't, Blade, we don't have to ask him anymore what's happening. Right. Because it, it's in his backyard, and it basically, right. like we like to say, it's in his face. <laughs> so The, the you know, mothership lights up. The mothership <laughs> is now active again. Fall is coming real fast. All right. Let's get started on a little bit. Uh, we t- want to talk a little bit with our good friend, Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Morning, gentlemen. Doing good. Hey, thanks for being here this morning. I know you had to wake up a little extra early this weekend. Well, I did. You know, and, you know, uh, it was hard. It was hard. But, you know, that's, 
That's life. You hit snooze for the 14th time. Yeah, you know, we've been there, done that many times, you know, but we've got so much going on today. It's just like I could barely contain myself, and I had to leave the compound this morning at the crack of dawn. <laughs> yeah, the, the sun and the had, hadn't even come over the horizon yet. No, I mean, yes. and how many mornings this week have I left when it was still dark out, heading down towards my now second favorite darker. city? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. You leave home when it's dark, get home when it's, it's dark. It's amazing, you know. And we've got we're going to post some pictures later on uh, this weekend. You know, for those of you um, who have never seen the beginnings of a pool and how the pool actually the shot creek gets put on a pool, we've got some pictures to show you on the uh, pool build that we're doing at our flip down in Tucson. So it's going to be, it's really interesting. It is, there's a lot of questions. Then that's the, actually the first time I've ever seen it. And um, it's pretty incredible. I mean, in, I mean, it's, it's a modest pool. It's not that big, but it's only, it only took them two and a half hours. And it was shot. It to, was, to do what? Lay the foundation, you mean? No, they had, they had it all dug out. All the rebar was in. All the, all the PVC, all the lines were in. Then they came in with the concrete, concrete truck, the pumper. And they laid all the lines out. There's a guy standing in the bottom of the pool that actually shoots the shotcrete, which is like the cement, on the walls. And they actually form it all, get it all done. Two and a half hours, they were out of there. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Kevin, did you ever see um, Did you ever see that shot, that them actually build a pool from scratch? I've seen it. I didn't see yours. But that's a good thing to have on tape for people on yeah. video on your website. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who don't understand the whole process. And I've actually had people say they're going to do their own, contract their own. Oh, yeah. It's not as easy as it looks. No, or it's not. People say it is. No, it's not. And it, again, you've got you've to make sure that you have a qualified professional actually doing it because there are a lot of companies out there that claim they can do it. But, you know, without any longevity or, and again, testimonials to actually go out and shoot it. And, and get it done, then you've got another problem. But it's part of the whole big landscape picture at the back of this house. But Dan has found actually properties that, um, you know, that I'm sure they, they took out permits. And we were talking a little bit about this before the show. Permits that were taken out where projects were never done or they were right. done and never asked for a final inspection. I mean, how could, how could that happen? It was either the contractor's fault or maybe it was an oversight by the homeowner. You never know. Sometimes it was the builder. They sell the package, and it's yeah. already set, and that's why they get a discount for having this package deal. Oh, you mean when they build the house? Yeah, and then they don't continue up with the uh, the pool install. Well, you know, it that, gets forgotten. I would think that yeah, obviously, uh, Kevin is that if they're doing if they're building a home and they're doing, um, you know, periodic inspections on the on the building of the home. Are they doing the same for if a pool is included in the build, or well, is that a separate situation? It's a separate permit, and, and so typically what they're checking for is the plumbing. They'll check that out, uh, make sure the rebar's in before they gunite, and then they'll check a final. But I'm involved in a couple of them right now where one, um, two permits were pulled on a house. Um, all the inspections were done, and they never called for final. So we're having to go back and in a permit for some new stuff, they're going to go back and do um, a field inspection of the old stuff to make sure. And te- technically, they can make you bring it up to current code. Usually they don't, but I'm involved in a couple of those. I've got another one, too, where some um, ladies contracted with a guy 
Um, it's now gone to the registrar. They did work way out of sequence. You know, when you're doing right. there's certain sequence to things. Um, found an unpermitted addition. She bought it off the listing, thinking it was 2,000 square feet. It was only 1,600. And so we're getting the addition that was never permitted, getting that permitted now. But it's cost her an extra just 1,500 for me to go down and get a permit for her. To, to get this extra work done and get her back on track. Now, now, See, now title is supposed to be caught. when it goes through title. They're supposed to catch that stuff. Title does not go and search permits. Should be required. I think it should yeah, be a I law. I think that's that real important. That. Well, well, title doesn't go search permits. Well, here's the thing, no, though. Why do you pay so much money for, for title then? Well, here's a perfect <laughs> example why somebody should get a build fax. Uh, Billfax doesn't always do it. Dan and I were talking about this earlier. Billfax good up to about ninety three. Right, it only oh, okay. gets what's online right. if it's online. Yeah. City of Phoenix current permits through ninety three or ninety six. I can't remember the exact date. Are you can access online? Before that, you have to go to the city. Tempe's not online. Maricopa County, certain things are online. Newer stuff, the old stuff's not online. There's some some cities you actually have to go there. To pull those records and have somebody pull them physically, and some cities yeah. don't didn't start actually re- recording the permits. Like oh. I know Wickenburg didn't start until after 1955. Yeah, there's a lot. Of you places can't you're find not any. Find. You can barely find anything back then. It's pretty, so it, it gets pretty sketchy. Yeah, I and, bet. And as a homeowner, you can go down and let's say you do you close in your covered patio. You can get a hold of the county recorder and say I've added. 400 square feet of livable space to my house. And the county recorder may reflect that. That doesn't mean it was done with a permit. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times what's on MLS, I just tell people that may or may not be the legal square footage. There's a difference between square footage and legal square footage. You can buy that house all day and never have a problem with it. But if somebody goes and does their research, when, I, when I'm looking for my clients on uh, fix and flip stuff, things like that, and I go and research – and I find, okay, it's actually 1,500 square feet. They're saying it's 2,100 square feet. Well, my clients are going back and saying only 1,500 is legal. I'll pay you for 1,500 square feet, but I'm not paying you for 21. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, boom. boom. There you go. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to have more with Kevin from Cornerstone Design. And your calls, don't forget, you can check in with us at 480-421-0640. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the Great Flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. 
Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we're excited. It's uh, the weekend, and it's time for Image Home Improvement Live. In case you joined us late, we are here with Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design. And if you've been thinking about getting your home ready, like we were talked about a little bit about last week, you know, one of our uh, yearly segments that we do, annual segments that we do is training camp for your home. And people turn around and say, well, what is that all about? Well, you know, if you're thinking of doing a room addition, there are certain things that you need to get done and take care of before construction even starts, much like in training camp for our uh, Arizona Cardinals and all the NFL teams throughout the United States, they have to they have to have preseason. They have they have workouts before even preseason starts to get into shape to actually go out there and practice their skills before the actual season starts. Well, just like that, you've got home work that needs to be done before you go out and start saying, okay, I'm going to put an addition on my house or even do a kitchen or a bathroom remodel because there are certain things that need to be done and homeowners. Don't usually who've never done. Actually, I was I was with a client yesterday in North Scottsdale that actually had never done any work on her home, but now they and they they actually travel around the the country, even go out of the country and have some um, traveling abroad. That actually they want to do their work while they're gone because they've never experienced it, and you know sometimes that could scare a person where they're actually going out and doing the work and they don't know what to expect because, you know, when here we come in and, you know, we demo a shower or demo a kitchen and start all over again, you know, they don't know what to expect because they've never seen it before, even though I go through it with them, you know, verbally so that they can understand the different phases so it's less um, stressful for them. Well, because- you know, they go to this this point if they've never had anything done and been around a building that's been rehabbed or had been blown away or anything like that, you come in, you start doing just your demo, 
And they're saying, you're breaking the walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't comprehend. It's got to come down to change to go back. And to them, to change and alter the walls is the last thing in their world that yeah, they, they just don't get. You, know, to, to, you have to break down the drywall. You have to move walls. You have to move things, and you're breaking the house. But, but you want to know something? There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing better to start your day like a good demo, good, good healthy like a demo, good, yeah. healthy demo. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if we're not doing demo, we're not making progress because you can't start building. You're gonna cough the, up a little drywall, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, like Maggie? Yeah, <laughs> Maggie. What's Maggie been doing lately? While you lounge around here doing laundry and putting up drywall, I'm at work busting my hump. Oh, please. From what I hear, you waltz in there at 1030, take a nap on the toilet, then sit around Googling your own name until laundry. <gasps> who told you that? You shouted it while we were making love. See, now that's somebody who's actually <laughs> had, it had too much, you know, DIY. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. But getting back to our discussion with, with Kevin about... The, these homes, and when you actually to go buy a home, you've got to remember that the, there are certain things. Don't get lost in the euphoria of, oh, I love this house. You always right. should love the house after you buy it and you make it your own. If yeah. you fall in mm-hmm. love too soon, you're going to over, while you're in the buying process and all, you know, the, the inspection period, you could easily miss things and then dan comes by and does a home inspection and guess what happens dan finds bad things wrong with the house now dan's you know the deal killer as we love to yeah. call him and i don't kill you know, the deal it commits suicide it, in front of my eyes it's the house that commits suicide <laughs> that's right you know so, because it wasn't everything every puff the puffing of the real estate industry uh, allows exactly. wasn't everything it was puffed up well, to be you know and that's a that's something that you know we have to all deal with because you know we find things we got politicians long. at puff <laughs> Don't go there. We have it's a, not everything you think it are. We have another, you know. Which it's I too early for that kind of talk. I told you. I told you. We have the motto here for fall 2016 on Image Home Improvement Live. We're going to make home improvement great again. Okay. Remember that? <laughs> All right. How about a little applause for that? Yes. Thank you. And meanwhile, there's no connection. There's bad. no connection. Trust me. I just like the saying. Okay. Anyway. So, um, Kevin, what are you yeah. seeing in some of these trends with people that are looking to build additions and in, in, in homes um, in 2016? Well, a lot of people are staying where they're at because of property values have are starting to go up. Certain areas of, of town, uh, there's pocket areas that are just booming. There's other areas that are slower to recover. Uh, a lot of people staying where they're at if they like the area, doing additions, that type of thing. Um, older homes, they're going in, pulling out walls, opening, making them wide open, that, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, some I want to mention real quick. I was listening on a recorded, I was on a, on hold with the city of Phoenix for something. I don't remember what it was, but in the background was a message coming out from Phoenix. And I heard this in a, um, uh, a meetup group I went, I attended, um, there's a big push on this. The city's pushing on their self-certified program. What that is in the state of Arizona, um, I can design a $10 million home. But if I do a $1,500 commercial TI, it requires an architectural stamp. So you do not need an architectural stamp to design a home or a remodel or any of that stuff. Now, I have nothing against architects, but I just I tell people don't throw out a designer. Uh, in my case, 
if you get somebody who has field experience, I don't care whether they're licensed architect or not, that's the person you really want to concentrate on because they know how these things go together. So the city's promoting their self-certified program. What it is, um, as an architectural firm, you can go in and you go through their training and you become self-certified. So if I had a set of plans or had an architect do a set of plans, self-certified, they would they follow the city's rules and and there's paperwork they have to prepare. They turn it in. The city has one to five days up up to one to five days to that you can get a permit. But they also have the right, if there's mistakes in there, to redline them or take more time if they're behind, which they are right now. Typically, my experience, I've been involved in two or three of them. It has not saved a bit of time. And in fact, it usually takes more time because the architect, the firm doing the self-certified, has to go through a rigorous paperwork trail. And it takes them a lot of time. You typically pay double what it costs you to get the plans done. And then you still pay city fees. I have not seen it be a benefit um, in smaller um, you know, homes, remodels, that time. It may on commercial, but um, I just haven't seen that be a benefit. I'm not telling people don't use it, but you really need to investigate and, and see what's going on. So that, that's one thing. But most people are um, looking to stay in their homes. A lot of people are. They're, or if they're buying, what can we add on? They're, if they're buying these older homes, like downtown Phoenix is really hot. Big lots with smaller houses. And so people wanted to expand. What can we add? What can we do? Um, and, and that seems to be a, a big focus right now. Yeah, and those are things, you know, we see a lot of those things down in Tucson as well because some of the older homes that we've been doing and, and taking a look at, they are for one, of the, one of the first things that they're looking at doing are changing out their doors and windows because yep. they're older homes. They have single-pane windows. They've got old doors that just have been worn Can't out. Casement windows. Yeah, they're not, they're not energy efficient, so they're actually going and starting – with they're starting there with most of them are entry doors that they're looking to put in. So they come up with a nice new entry door. Some of them, in fact, are older entry doors with side lights that they're actually wanting to change and do something more upscale, more modern, and again, more energy efficient that's going to last. And they are definitely, most of the homeowners that I've spoken to down there are very up to speed on, well, you know, the door, the door faces south or the door faces west, and you know how much shade do, does the door get with the overhang? Mm-hmm. And, all, and all these things have to be taken into consideration when you decide on what type of door to put in because it has to stand up to the, the sun in the southwest. So these are things that you, you need to take into account. All right, when we come back, we're going to have more with Kevin from Cornerstone Design and Mike Wolf and... Christine Bowles will be with us in the next hour, and we're going to be talking about handyman hunter. You know, like they say, your hunt is over. We've got your handyman, so don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. 
When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. New door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent, and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now, don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago. And uh, I haven't done anything to it, like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. (laughs) I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. Right. Makes, yeah. makes you laugh every time. I love it. it. I love it. Because it's, 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 so, it's, it's so funny. I mean, you know, because so many people turn around and they look at them like, oh my God, you know, you know, you Lord knows you'd never turn up and walk up to a customer and say, hey, can I have my big fat, fat check? check? <laughs> no, but you, when you think about the uh, irony of it, is that, but that's what happens because a lot of the bigger projects, they, yeah, it is a big fat check. 
But you know, you know, Kevin does such a great job of talking about that. My my knocker downer house because when they Wilkerson or uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, maybe him too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> think about it. Think about uh, it. About he that, needs to. How about I've that big fat check for the for the, for that draft person? You know, yeah. what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, I walked one of those yesterday. It was uh, you know, it's amazing some of the stuff you find out there. But it's a it's a fix and flip special, two bedroom, one bath. Oh but when you God. walk in the front door, you almost had to have a gas mask. You had to had dogs or a big dog, something. It was really bad. And there's gas mask. Well, it's on the you, the baseboard is. I think there definitely was water damage. You can see termites, but all over the walls. And and one of the guys thought it was like um, roach specks. And I said it, it's something different. Um, but it's going for one hundred ninety thousand. What do they call it? What road? What roach specks? You oh. know, for roaches oh, on oh, the wall. They, okay. Species and uh, but it it's all over. It's like in spots where you go, I, you'd have to have a million roaches, and we didn't see one in there. So I don't know what it looked like. You know, it's the grease from above a stove when nobody ever cleans, but it was over half the house. So I don't, we don't know what it was. Wow! But basically, this house going for one ninety, and I said, "What? How much are you going to get?" And he goes, "There's one around the corner. Um, it's like I don't know, nineteen two thousand square feet." Just sold for four fifty. I said, "You got to be kidding me!" So this house at one ninety, if you put, we did a walkthrough budget, hundred to hundred, hundred and a quarter, um, to make it a three bedroom, two bath. It would have a nice big open great room, the kitchen open now, and all that right. stuff, and it'll sell in four to four, four and a quarter. And so there's some good profit. Yeah, in some it. good profit. In it. But most people would walk in and go, oh, "We're not dealing with this because they can't see past." What's right in front of their eyes to the vision. So that's some of what you got to have too. Is you got to have a vision on what can be there, and time right. you get the yard cleaned up and all that. And you now have you got to have house. a strong stomach too. And you do, and, you, <laughs> well, you and, you start and a gas mask. <laughs> and so it's one where you're going to go in, and when you and I just said you're going to cut all the drywall up at least two feet. And when we by the time I get done, I said you know what. You're going to be better off because trying to clean this, what's here now, and go over it. No. I said, just peel off all the drywall. Now you're going to expose the termite damage, too. So I, I think you're I, going to have some real termite damage because if you've got the is. little brown specks, some of that could actually oh, be you could see expropriate. It. You know, the port's for the actual... Now, uh, th- this was different than that, but you, there was termite. You could see the damage. You see a couple trails inside the walls. Uh, some of the base world is eaten up. So, But I, I just plan on that because... It's real easy to scab new studs right alongside termite damage. Yeah, just, That's simple know. to do. Uh, ceiling rafters are easy to take care of. It didn't. The roof was in, you know, no sagging. So, you know, if the base is good, the rest of it then is pretty much cosmetic repairs. Easy yeah, to that's do. That's all it is. But you got you got to get people educated in, and and so a lot of people that want to do fix and flips, they go in there and they go, "This is terrible." But if you get the vision, so again, I told him, I said, there was no illegal addition or anything, but I said, you know, if it's me, I'm going in, I just saw the termite damage, I'm going back to the seller and going, um, you know, I, I know you want 190, I'll give you 150 right now. Yeah. And do the deal. At 190, there's money in it. But if I can get a better deal, so what if Why they not? say, well, I'll come down to 175? Yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you most of what you want to go 170. So now you just knocked another 20 grand off yep. that you can do to fix up. So it's all how you do that deal and being able to know what you can do with it. Because a lot of people, the reason the guy called me out there, I've done several walkthroughs, is, you know, is the vision of what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Kevin. We're going to wrap up some things and some of those 2016 trends so that you can get that room edition to get ready 
Just like Dan's getting ready for Cardinal season in his neighborhood, you know, we're going to do training <laughs> camp. down the hatches. Training camp for Dan's neighborhood, so don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight Bond Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but... Uh... It's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for Tight Bond. Oh, right. Tight Bond. No hype, no gimmicks. Just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Low Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and it's, the, as they say, no better way to start your weekend with a good dose of home improvement information every every morning right here, and that's what we try and help Blade every week, you know, but he's decided that he's going to the beach this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't understand what, how that's going to happen. The beach is tomorrow. Home improvement is today. 
Do I have to make a phone call to your wife and talk to her about it? I mean, what's the deal here? Well, my beach is six steps out of my backsliding glass door, as thanks to all of our monsoons in the past I can week. see his life is a beach right now. Dan, yeah, that's Dan, right. Yeah. Picture Dan, Dan. That's my wife. Dan, picture this. You know, I, I vision him like we used to see out in Jones Beach in New York, where you see him out, the surf off in the distance, no one on the beach, just a little like like cloth chase in the middle of nowhere, and he's just chilling there with his San Diego shorts on and a glass of wine. Happy as can be. As happy as can be. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That's the only way to go. I mean, you got it. It's kind of de-stressed. That's why you weren't here. Late. Wait a minute. You went to the beach last week. You weren't <laughs> here. Sure What's wrong with that picture? Well, why is my? Why won't my beach go away in the backyard? It's still sitting there. I, I may even go next week. The sandbags emptied out. I <laughs> think. I think we're just going to have to call up some haboobs from Tucson and drop some sand over at Blades House. Do they have names? <laughs> You know, well, you know those have boobs. Well, well you poor. know that's funny. You should mention that because you know hurricanes have names. Yeah, but I I've never heard anybody have you know um you know have boobs have names. I yeah, know. just have boobs one, two, three, and four, and eighty. Well, you know, then we have to decide on like what year. You know, do mm-hmm. we do we call them female names this year and male names next year, and how many do they come in, and what constitutes giving them a name? I mean, we could we could actually get Amber Sullins from what, ABC what level force to are come they? in and a oh, force one to a force whatever. Yeah. Now you're getting too trekky on me. <laughs> 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 but no, these things have to be taken care of, and that's you know we. We kid about the weather, but it's very serious because, you know, um, Kevin, you know, one of the things that you walk in, I'm sure, and Dan does this too, and I actually even do it. You know, when you walk into somebody's home and you see something that just doesn't look quite right, what's the first thing you say? You didn't build that. Yeah, of course yeah. you say that. <laughs> no, my landscaper did it. Now, of course, that's that's one of the, see, that's one of the, the, the rules that you need to live by. If you're going to be, and we're going to be talking about this in the next hour with uh, Christine and Mike from Handyman Hunter. When you think about what do you, who do you call for the right job? I mean, like we always say, you don't call a landscaper to paint your house. Well, you don't call like somebody who who does something that's on home improvement related to do something that's handy that's a handyman project that maybe they have no skills and they're just out to try and make some extra bucks and con you into thinking that they know what they're doing. You've got to call a professional that actually knows what they're doing. Now, like I said, when when I built the compound, okay, <laughs> I had a bunch of plans and I went to Kevin and I said, Kevin, I want to I want to build my house, but I want to tweak it a little bit. And this and this and this and change that. You know, and this is a funny story. I know Kevin said, okay, here's what you do. You take little like you you actually make a couple of extra copies of your plans. And the rooms that you have, okay, you cut out the rooms. And then you sit there like a puzzle and you want make better. some changes in, in seeing how you want to change the house to make it configure and you think it would work for you. And the first thing I said to Kim, what did I say? Are you crazy? Well, <laughs> I yeah, mean, a lot of people do that. And then the only thing you didn't do. What? The laundry room. Oh no, the laundry room was okay. Was okay. The only no, problem turn, was we didn't. Yeah, you didn't yeah make but it we, wide had, enough, we yeah. didn't make it wide enough. I mean, you but, said five feet. It needed to be six. Well, it needed feet. to be a little wider, but yeah. we but we made it work. Made it work we yeah. turned we turned, turned it, and it works out fine. Yeah. You know, so we made a couple of changes, but um, sitting there one night, I remember I was beating my head to death trying to figure out how this all goes together, and then I said, you know, I just got to get away from it for a while. Next morning, I got up within ten minutes. I set them in place. I'm like. 
what happened? I mean, I, how come I didn't yeah. see this last night? And before you know it, it was fine. The only thing that I would have done, though, probably is maybe um, did a little bump out and made the garage uh, come out further in the house. Yeah. So this way we could have added another foot or two on, and we could have had the, the cabinet and the, uh, the washer-dryer actually you know, have enough room once the door is open. And I think that's where the the uh, the problem was because we didn't allow enough space to, to think. That's why when you place rooms and you design an addition that's going to be like a laundry room, that's going to actually have a lot of functionality and you're going to have a lot of movement in there, you've got to sit down there and actually, and I've seen homeowners do this, they go out and they put blue tape on the floor and mm-hmm. they just lay out the room and lay out the dimensions of the cabinets and whatever else they're going to do, and then physically see if that's big enough for what they want to do, that they feel right. comfortable in it, and then they could, oh, Kevin, okay, we need it so big, so long, so wide, and they'll know exactly what's there. And then Kevin could give them his input to make sure that it's okay, it meets code, maybe the room needs a window. You never know, because these are things that some homeowners don't think about. Well, they, Steve, yeah, I know a lot the, of things they don't think about. Steve, the problem for your house was you were thinking Star Trek doors. Psh, psh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to swing the go. Psh, they're out of the way. <laughs> well, you know what that is? That's, a, that's, the, that's the 24th century version of a double pocket door. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Psh, you can actually get those. They're a little expensive. You know. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, just regressing for a bit. You know, some of the people that I saw in looking at some of the, you know, uh, one of the the movies that we're still waiting for to come out this year because it's the 50th anniversary of Star Trek on television is the movie that they created, Axanar. And they're having a battle with CBS and Paramount and all that because it's the most professional fan film ever done in the United States. And because it's so professional, it, it's encroaching on, you know, what some of the professional uh, big movie producers actually and movie uh, sets and how it's all put together. They spent, they did crowdfunding. They raised so much money to be able to do something that's so professional. But looking at seeing how much money they put into building these sets, that they actually look, they look just like the real thing. I mean, so, and then that, see now, if Kevin had those plans... I'd actually would have, instead of doing a, a, a detached garage, I could have done a detached bridge in, <laughs> in the garage and could have had our own. We could have had, we could have had Steve, our, our, our expert videographer who's, good, who's here with us today shooting film, actually go and shoot us on the bridge. I could have had the captain's chair. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. Now, well, well, how much would you have charged for that? You would have got a big fat contract to oh, check know, for I'd, that. Yeah, I'd have, it charged a lot extra for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I want to mention too yes. is um, there's a lot of, of misconception on what needs a permit and what doesn't. I just pulled a permit for a, a contractor. They took down an old patio cover that was existing and put up a new one. Same place, same footings used, everything, and they did it right. And somebody, neighbor, called in or whatever and, and turned the project in. The inspector came out and said, you need a permit. A lot of people don't realize is patio covers, pergolas, lattice work needs a permit. If you take down an old structure and put it back up, if you take it all the way down, you need a permit for that. So those are things people don't realize. Even contractors don't know that. And, and, and so there are a lot of misconceptions. You can typically do a little storage shed under 200 square feet. I've got a project now. They've got a storage shed 
on the opposite side of the yard where they're we're building a it's not a guest house because in this zoning it's not allowed but an office and a craft room that the guy's going to live in later you know no big deal <laughs> but on the other side of the yard there's a six by eight storage shed it happens to be it, the rear yard of your house is from your property line up to the rear setback all the way across well it's just a little bit into the um, side setback so it's it's not all in the rear yard and for some reason this inspector when she was out there looked all the way across the yard and saw that and said i think that's that's not legal and it's a six by eight it's under the 200 square feet but because of where they put it the, she's probably going to make a move it so the fix right now is he happened to meet me at phoenix yesterday went back to zoning and checked the fix right now is just getting started i said you don't have to do it till the end of your project Wait and see if you get a different inspector and see if they say the same thing. Now, if she made notes in there, you can talk to the other inspector and say, hey, look, do I really have to move this? I don't want to you know, have to play this game because he'll move it and then he'll put it right back, but it's just going to be a pain for him. So there's a lot of misconceptions people have on what can and can't be done, pulling out walls and contractors will tell people, oh, no, it's a support wall. You can't pull it out. Well, we can do a lot with beams and different things. But then there's certain things, if you're on the edge of the house, you know how the eave overhang is. You've got about four or five inches in there. You can't put a 12-inch beam in there. It sticks up through the roof, except the one well, I've done a couple on getting ready to do another one. We let the beam stick up through the roof, and we, and we put on one of those dormer uh, vents, dormer right, vent covers, right. and they'll just they'll either have a plate, have a, a piece welded in there, bolted in there, and seal it up so it, it water won't get in there. And so it looks like there's a dormer vent. They, people don't know there's a beam sticking up through the That's roof. Exactly. We, we had a project that Kevin and that I actually one, yeah. that one similar that we did in uh, on the, West the side. homeowner just you know just I, I he was emphatic about not having a support post bump out on yeah. a wall, and it was just like. It, it wasn't a big deal, but I don't, you know, understand it was, it would have made life a little simpler, but yeah. But he, it worked. <clears throat> he got his beam, it's hidden, that the ceiling's level all the way through. There's no bump down. There's no post sticking out in that wall in the middle. And from the outside, you know, people might look at that, but nobody typically is going to question the one person that does say, what, what'd you do that for? Oh, we had a, um, we put a vent in there, need a little extra vent or what you tell them whatever. Yeah, and a real, bit, you know, who cares? A real good example of why you need permitting is like a house Steve and I walked up on one time that had that second floor um, walkout from the master bedroom and it had just two four-by-fours supporting it from the house. And every time the wind blew, it moved. Well, it was, that, that's yeah, improper that's, construction because four-by-fours will support a lot if you calculate the load, but if it's improper construction... It was just bad. Yeah, the, yeah that's... Yeah, I mean... You just lean up against the post and you may knock it down. Yeah, and that happens a lot. People do uh, walk decks like that and use two-by-fours, not realizing there's extra. On a walk deck, you have to calculate the load instead of 40 pounds per square foot lies, 60. Although they have backed off in the code, I still calc them at 60. If you've got a walk deck and you're going to gather a crowd out there, you can get extra loading. Oh, yeah. But but people don't think about that. They don't think about loads and different things. And well, why do I, I've seen guys put in two two-by-eights for a beam, and it'll never fail. It may never sag, but when you run the calculations by code, it doesn't work, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. So would you rather take a chance over the years that it's, that it's not going to sag or whatever or, or the, take the risk, or would you rather just do it right the first time? It's like carports. I saw a storm straps stretched out and bent sideways to be able to beat the, support, the supports at the tail ends yeah. of the rafters from the house, and they used two-by-fours 
for the roof of the uh, carport. Yeah, those don't span. That was far. like, we're not. This is going to be going places. It's yeah. going to flip up like you know. Like a newspaper in the wind. Just well, whip. see, that's the one thing that homeowners don't decide to, to know what is is some of the stresses that are actually go on a structure to be able to go and take care of it. Case in point, this one house that uh, I think it was, oh, it had to be had to be at least a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, that actually was in the um, macroburst, microburst area around 36th Street and Thunderbird, where actually... The uh, people cut, whoever it was, cut the trusses. Mm-hmm. And, Dan, we talked about this yeah, ages we, ago. I crawled know, up in that do one. Do you know was like, that that, oh my that issue still has not been settled, where they actually no. had to go get um, Elaine Galino, who is uh, one of our guest, uh, previous guests on the show. She's a public adjuster. She actually went back, and now they're at the stage where they're bringing out another engineer to look at it to see what kind of things have happened because this is what we affectionately call the twisted house where when when the winds get really severe the house actually tweaked mm-hmm. and the doors don't line up right now so there's a lot of things that you know I mean you could actually go back and resupport and fix the trusses but still, you've got a lot of other work yeah. that you just can't go back and like grab the roof from the top of the house and tweet, torque it back. It doesn't work that way. Oh, you'd have to have to do some major. You got to uh, do some other stress stuff. And, so, and some uh, a pulley from one corner to the other to get that thing start to rack yeah, back. You, and then not gonna, yeah, you better not, have it pre-supported if that puppy pops. Well, the Ooh. thing is that the engineer is going to be going back. He's going to be looking at it, and then. The engineer's findings have to be compared with the insurance company's findings, and they have to come. Yeah, right. That's it's a, that's a, it's a big joke. They don't joke. say anything wrong. And then find find some common ground because you know they they for something that you would think sounds I'm blade. This sounds severe, right? Yeah. Okay. So guess what? The original, I think, if I remember right, the original uh, check that was sent out from the insurance company for this was like. A, a slap in the face, or as we like to say, they threw them a bone. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. fifteen hundred bucks. Give me a break. Fifteen hundred bucks it doesn't I mean, even do the weather stripping on the windows and the, and the doors. It's from not going to. It's not going to. It's not going to be that simple. These, no. This this is something that's very serious, and it's causing stress in drywall. And not to, to mention what it's doing to the house and the um, the homeowners are stressing. Yeah, the homeowners are Think about this. You've got something that's that serious wrong with your home, and then you have them uh, not get it fixed for it. Now we're going we're, we're going to be pushing two years here soon, and it's it's stressful. Not to mention, if you wanted to sell a house, you couldn't sell a house because I have think, to disclaim all that. I think the original estimate I had for everything that was wrong was like around $35,000, and that I mean, I'm sure it's gotten worse since then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, like the, the electrical work that needs to be done and all that other stuff. I mean, it's just going to, I mean, that's going to be a big fat check from the insurance company. Yeah. There's no doubt yeah. about it. There's no yeah. doubt about it. You know, that you're, when you talk about cutting trusses and stuff, too, these old houses have the uh, rafter system, and there's a lot of verticals that come down on, mm-hmm. on the interior walls for support. And AC guys are famous for taking those out to get AC units in, new, oh, new yeah. units. And not putting them back in, or, or you know, they're missing for whatever the reason is. Somebody takes them out for, or people will take out interior walls and leave those verticals coming down on top of the ceiling joists, or they put in a couple two by sixes or whatever. 
And, and when you start to compromise that roof, you'll actually get creep. And over time, that crack will appear in the drywall. And people are wondering why. Well, it's because you've taken out that structural support. And that's why those beams are so important because I have people say, well, there's only one support coming down. Well, that's carrying – it's in the middle of the ridge board. That's carrying enough weight that – and the only way to support it, you have to calculate as though it's carrying half the tributary. Only, even though there's only one support, the only way to get that to work is by doing that. And, yeah, because and so, where, where that comes down to the point, you have to have – all that stress going two directions yeah, exactly. away from it, and then in a solid manner, take it on back down to the slab. That's right. Yeah. Kevin, and, how can our listeners find you? Um, I'm on your website, I think, aren't I? And uh, get my number is 602-695-5324. But uh, probably the best way is just go through Image Home Improvement. That's right. Give us a call at 623-580-0901, and we will take care of you and get your home all taken care of. Kevin, thanks so much for being on the show Thank today. Thank you for having me. All right. Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design. Always some great information and always making sure that your home gets done the right way the first time with no issues. All right, when we come back, our next very special guest is Christine Bowles and Mike Wolf, and the introduction of your next handyman service right here in Phoenix coming your way real soon, Handyman Hunter. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work let me make the choice a simple one for you az high-tech tile and stone whether it's a residential or commercial project az high-tech tile and stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes floor tile and shower walls and anything while using materials such as granite tile travertine porcelain and much much more az high-tech tile and stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all Image Home Improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double Wide Network. 
following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. You know what they say, play time waits for nobody, and it's time for Image Home Improvement Live on the weekend here, and we are going to be talking a whole bunch of information when it comes to, you know, one of the things that Dan and I talk a lot about are people that try and do things that they don't have any clue in doing, okay, because they turn around, they say, you know, well, you know, I can do that, you know, and they try and do something that they have no skills. Hence, we coined the phrase years ago. You know, going back into the Paleolithic era, era, like Blade always says, is that a homeowner with tools could be a very dangerous thing because if they don't have any skills, they're going to wind up doing it wrong. They're going to hurt themselves. And that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons that I actually started the show back in 2005 is to help educate people to make good, common sense decisions when it comes to their home. Hence, you know, a lot of these little things, you know, Dan, I was talking to um, one of the people that I uh, had met the other day, and I relayed a story to him. You'll remember you'll remember this. And one of the things that um, it, it, it's a funny story in a way, but yet it cost this homeowner a lot of a lot of money. If you remember, now think about this. If you needed to change an aerator. Oh, the aerator. Remember, remember the, the story about the oh, aerator? Okay. The plumbing rehab from the aerator. Right. So, you know, what <laughs> happened was, they. for those of you who have never heard this story, I'm going to tell it to you. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of it. Okay? Homeowner needed to change his aerator because he had all that calcium build up on, the end from his, on his faucets in his master bathroom. So his wife actually says, honey, why don't you go change those? I picked them up at the store the other day. So he went to try and change them, and they were so calcified that he couldn't get them off the faucet. So he decides with this great brainstorm idea, I'm going to go down to the big box store and just buy two new faucets. You know, I, what else would you do, right, Dan? Yeah, right. <laughs> so he went down to the no. store, he picked up two faucets, and he came back, and that's when the trouble started to happen because he had never, ever done any other plumbing work before. And he just thought when you shut the faucets off on top of the sink that all he had to do was disconnect <laughs> the faucet and life would be good. He dropped the new faucet in, tighten it down to the countertop and hook the lines back up and everything would be good. And hence, aerator changed, faucet changed. Well, guess what happened? He decided to do that, but the water was never shut off at the angle stop down below the, the countertop in the wall. So now he's got, he takes one out, water's spraying all over the place, and he doesn't know what to do. He went hmm. to grab the angle stop, and guess what happened? Because those angle stops had moved in like centuries. Broke off. No, it, it, it was frozen. He could, yep. And it broke. So now he's got water going everywhere. He's yelling at the top of his lungs, honey, honey, come help me. Please go outside, shut the water off. And his wife's on the other side of the house. So by the time he had heard, uh, she had heard him, she went and shut the water off at the house. Now there's water everywhere. Damn water! There's more water damage than than a stupid ninety nine cent aerator would would probably cost. <laughs> so now, and, and the worst thing in the world was that 
The cabinet was full of water, drawers, everything, besides what was on the floor. And guess what was in the drawer? His wife's makeup, and the makeup was done. So if besides all the damage that he had done to his home because he didn't know what, to, what he was doing and he try, attempted something without even doing any research on how to do it, he had all this water damage, and his wife was now mad at him because she lost all her makeup. And you know, I mean, we're talking about hundreds of (laughs) dollars of makeup. I mean, that's a hell of a way to get new makeup. And we'll talk to Christine about that because I'm sure she has some good comments about that. But uh, the thing is that if you don't know what you're doing, you got to call a qualified professional. And one of the things that we're going to be looking at today is a brand new service that's coming into the Phoenix market next month in September, and it's called. Handyman Hunter, and I love the website because it says, you know, your hunt is over. We've got your handyman, and it's called somebody who's qualified, Dan. Yeah, and who plus would have thought? a homeowner really does need to know his limitations. <clears throat> if you don't do construction and these kind of trades for a living, don't go there. That's right. Just don't go there. Just don't go there. You know, that's what we always say. If you don't know, yeah. I mean... It's so easy now for somebody who maybe has some skills to Google it, to Google it and, <laughs> and find a YouTube video. But the, you've got to be, you, but you still have to have a little bit of a brain because you could. There are plenty of people out there who still don't know what they're doing, and they put YouTube videos out there. So if you have any inkling that you don't even want to attempt this, especially if it's a handyman type item, handyman hunter is going to be the the company that you need to call to have you qualified professional to come out and take care of your you, handyman needs. You're not going to get a YouTube presentation of how to use a paperclip to fix your toaster. No. No, no, no. No, and who would do that? Who would do that, Dan? Your YouTube. favorite your fan, you know, your favorite person. Uh, uh Palaverdi Bob. Bob. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listen, let's let's get into this discussion because I know everybody's very excited here about this new service and we'd like to welcome Mike Wolf is here with us from Handyman Hunter and Christine Bowles is here. How are you guys this morning? We're great. All right. Yeah, for awesome. Myself. I'm great. All right. Awesome. That's great. Thanks for being here t- today. We've got we've got everybody here. We've got Blade here. We've got Steve here. We're shooting video. We're doing we're doing everything today. I mean, the only thing that maybe we could find some handyman work to do. We'll have to talk to Blade later and see if we can get get anything fixed for him. Because I know he's going to the beach because he's got his uh, San Diego shorts on. Well, I'm going to do an inspection. Right. <laughs> I'm doing an inspection right after the show. I'm sure I'm going to be finding some stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about Handyman Hunter and some of the history of the company? Yeah, well, basically, I've been a real estate investor for uh, 26 years. And you know, people are always asking me, you know, what's the most challenging part of being a real estate investor? And they assume finding deals. Uh, probably the most uh, stressful and a uh, difficult part has been finding good handymen to get the job done that actually show up on time, that do a good job, uh, that, are reli- that are reliable. And, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of other real estate investors that have the same challenges. They can't find good people that uh, show up on a consistent basis. And, you know, I've been investing. I'm Canadian, but I don't do any investing in Canada anymore. I invest all over the United States. And so I'm trying to get people to show up in a place where I don't even live. And if you don't babysit these people, it's not good. So we want to change that whole industry and have rating systems and, and uh, you know, really vet the people that are showing up and coming into your home. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so important to actually make sure that these people that come into your home, they know what they're doing. They're vetted. Their you know, background checks are done. Everything is, everything is, you know, you've got that degree of credibility and trust even before that individual walks into your home. And a lot of those things are important. And you've had this business in Canada for quite a while, correct? Well, I've had I've had the investing business for quite a okay. while, and I've worked with a, I mean, over the last twenty six years, I've worked mm-hmm. with you know hundreds and if not thousands of contractors, and it's been a challenge for sure. Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. What, so, came, what came out of your mouth that you went fixed versus what got fixed are almost two different worlds. Well, especially if you're not babysitting and and you're not there to you know crack the whip. But yeah, and then sometimes like what I what I found for the inspection and what got repaired on the other side of the house right exactly <laughs> you know and, uh, you know one, one of the good things that happened to me is exactly the stuff you're talking about here i know that i can't fix anything i don't know how to work a hammer and i'm kind of pissed that they don't come with instruction manuals i have no idea how to work them so i'm very reliant on other people to fix my stuff and i don't i'm not a, enough of an expert to even know what needs fixing so you want to get good people that are honest mm-hmm. uh and, and that's what handyman hunter is all about it's finding good people uh that we can actually go and and vet them uh, the homeowners can uh, rate them, and uh, it's good. It's good. we're hoping to really change the yeah. industry and the whole experience. You know, one of the things that I always found in the 27 years that we've been in business for Image Home Improvement is that, like, when we go into somebody's home to actually do something, yes, there's a specific project that we need to do or a specific repair, but for somebody who is knowledgeable and we want to make sure that the home is safe for that homeowner, if me as a as an industry professional will walk into somebody's home if i see something else that could pose a danger or a threat to have something go wrong like maybe a flood we'll say for instance um you know i will make note and let the homeowner know hey by the way i just wanted to let you know that i noticed that this could pose a potential danger to you maybe maybe it was a a gas leak maybe it could be something with you know plumbing or whatever just to let them know to be aware of because they homeowners don't always you know, I preach every week, make sure you walk around your home at least once a month. Look for things that don't look normal. And if you know anything about home, just you don't have to know how to fix it. Just notice that something's wrong, like termite tubes. Or an outlet hanging out of the wall next to the baby crib. Or, yeah, you know, <laughs> or something like that. And, you know, or maybe you bought a home. You know, we saw something the other day, and this is, this is a perfect example of um, somebody who has thought they could do you know, a little bit of DIY work and, and fix things. Well, they wanted to make a little difference in their laundry room, but they said, well, let's put up, you know, let's just do a, put up a door and some framing. Well, you know, putting up a door in a little framing is not a big deal. But if you get a handyman to do it, that's great, who has framing skills. The other problem is if you get a homeowner to do it, who has no, no, no idea what they're doing, what they did was, Dan, you'd love this. They framed in the laundry room and made it a little bit smaller, but they've got a stack washer dryer, okay, okay, that now if something went wrong, you can't get it out. You can't, it, there's just no room. You can't get it out. You can get, you, you don't even, you can't even unstack it. There's no room. That's like the brand new water heaters. They've got to know when they're putting in the new water heaters, they're one side, they're one third bigger than the yeah. old ones. As of this year, they're one third bigger and you can't just slam the same, same gallonage into the same old niche. Yeah. See, these are things that, these are things that, um, a qualified person can do. And, it, and it, there is a, a lot of uh, handyman work that gets done. I mean, years ago when I got my license, okay, when I started as a handyman back in 91, when I started Image Home Improvement, 
you know, you didn't need you didn't need a license to be a handyman. You didn't. I mean, that was going. I, I mean, I know that sounds really strange in 2016, but 27 years ago, you didn't need it. But again, you build on credibility and referrals, and that's one of the things that actually will go a long way in the building of Handyman Hunter here in Phoenix. And we thank you for uh, choosing our city to actually do that and, and our show to actually get this thing launched for you. Yeah, well, it's a great, uh, great city, and there's always lots of uh, activity in the real estate market, and it's one that I'm very familiar with because I used to do a lot of uh, homes here back uh, during the, just after the recession, so we were very busy here. But oh. my partner, Christine, of course, she's very well connected in the real estate industry here, and so it seems like a really good logical place to start. Well, you got a really good partner here. I got to tell you, I've known Christine for a while, and she's she's like me. She just doesn't stop. She just has, you know, this is where I'm going. Um, this is where I'm going to get there, and you know, nothing's going to stand in my way. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Ain't no problem. And by the way, just to make a quick comment, when we come back, I want to get your take on that little uh, that little air raider story. On what would you do if your makeup got <laughs> totally ruined and you had to go out and buy? She'd probably like to say. Let's go shopping. Okay. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to have more with Mike and Christine from Handyman Hunter. Don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bind tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. 
by encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lippard with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune into Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. The bow is still at it. Hey, Dan, by the way, how is your, how is your bow doing? Oh, Connie, our new Connie, uh, yes, the four-legged new, resident. Yes, how you? How she's she, doing good. She's getting perky. She's, she's getting better. Yeah. Well, when the two-year-old goes screaming by, she knows to duck and cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. Funny. She's a smart dog. She's really sharp. You know. That's great. She's housebroken and kid approved. All right. So we want to give everybody a, a kid approved. That's I like right. That. All right. The other thing, though, is you got to make sure now, you know, when when the handyman hunter, you know, professionals come knocking on your door when you need something done. Okay, you got to make sure that Connie, you know, that uh, they're uh, they're going to be very friendly, that she's very friendly to all the, the professionals. She won't get up to even bother. She'll just look at them. If she, you don't, you won't even get a wolf. She'll like, okay, hello. <laughs> That's too funny. She, she's on her favorite sleeping pad. She's not moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too hot out. You opened up the door. It was hot. I'm not coming over there. You know, <laughs> one of the things that I always like, that we always like to do. We always like to, uh, you know, give a little uh, two people's horns for a lot of the great successes that they had in life. You know, one of the things that. You know, Christina's actually done, you know, she is the owner of the Luxury Look, and she's got a list here that just really is just unbelievable. She's the Arizona State President for Risa. She's voted Best of Scottsdale in Staging and Design. She's voted Best in Discover the Region for Staging, and she's voted one of the top staging teams in the country. When's the next, when can I vote? <laughs> and do you have any more room at the end of your card to put all these on your card? No, I have a page just for that. Oh, see, just, <laughs> just for that. Okay. Oh, you're good. Well, that's important. Well, you know, after 30 some odd years in the industry, you have to either um, put a lot of time into bettering yourself or get out. So I've spent my time donating my time and giving back to the industry. And I decided when I wanted to get into staging again that I wanted to be the best because I felt that the industry needed that. And so I spent a lot of time bettering myself and getting education and staying on top of the trends and trying to get them the best results that they can, which yeah. is a quick sell. And that's, and, that, and that's exactly right. That's, that, we were talking about that in the first hour uh, when I had mentioned 
you know, what you do is actually to be able to stage a home and get it sold. And I, as they say, you know, some people, I still talk to people and I just say, well, you know, are you going to get that home stage? Well, well, why? You know, it was staged homes. What's the, do you, do you know the statistic of staged home selling versus the speed that they sell versus unstaged home? Well, my average is 24 hours to 21 days for a turnaround, and that can be coming in after the home's been on the market for 130 to 200 days, and then I come in and transform the space, and then it's gone, typically. Because a lot of people don't seem to understand that putting a couple plates on the kitchen table with some silverware is not staging. No. That's just leaving no. stuff behind. Exactly. <laughs> I, forgot to, more. I forgot to put my stuff away. That's what happened. <laughs> well, it was the last dinner and I forgot to eat. Oh, that's, exactly that's, right. It's, it's pretty amazing. But no, uh, congratulations on all those you know successes and achievements because, uh, again, it's, it's the mark of an individual who is driven. And I think that's one of the things that has probably connected you and Mike together to be actually, you know, get this thing going with Handyman Hunter. And I appreciate you guys reaching out to, to us here and for what we do, because I think we've got, uh, we've got a great venue to be able to get the word out as well as, you know, being that we've been in the media for 11 years now, we could surely um, reach out to people that, that need this service. Cause there's a, there's a lot of services out there that I think uh, tout a lot, but I think they have, a lot of problems. And I think Mike and I had talked about that earlier this week, that there are certain um, companies out there that they need to either get their act together or get out of Dodge, as they say. I think that, uh, oh, sorry to interrupt. I think that the biggest thing is a lot of these companies, they, they scale way too fast and they get really big and then they don't really, you know, they, they kind of lose a handle on what they got in the business to do in the first place. And that's to, uh, you know, make sure that they're, they're vetting good people and, and, uh, so we want to start off actually really small. Just stick to we're we're sticking just to Phoenix, and we want to be part of the community. We want to give back to the community and be very on top of what's going on within the business. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we talked about that has been a, a pretty much a uh, one of the goals that I have had for years and years uh, since we started doing the show is that when we get into the holiday season, which is this is just the perfect time to do this. We want to be able to give back to a needy veteran for Christmas. And we're going to put a program together and and choose a needy veteran that we can actually go out and make a difference in the community and in their lives because they've they've given so much to our lives by putting their life on the line and when they were in the service and, it's and just, leaving it's, bits and pieces of themselves in yeah. all sorts of different places. Yeah, I mean around the world. It's 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 just you know you know we can't help everyone, but we can surely do our fair share, and that's exactly what we would like to do to be able to give back to. Uh, our veterans and honor them in a way that uh, is so very special. Cause I got to tell you, I mean, even some of the people that actually that we've come into contact with, um, with some of the other programs that I have personally been uh, touched by uh, with our good sponsors from Stardust Building Supplies, they had a program called Angels on Call. And I think one of the most touching moments guys that um, I've had when I sat down with the homeowner, as the crew went in to start working on the home, you know, she said to us, you know, it was only two days ago that we got our toilet working and the kitchen, which needed a major overhaul in plumbing. The only way that they used to do it, they, they had buckets underneath their sink 
And every time the buckets would get full, they would take them out and dump them in the yard because their plumbing was a total disaster. You know, and to see somebody so grateful for something, for just these these small amenities to get done and complete, that it it gave them so much joy. And we take all these things for granted because we... We just accept them because they're here for us. We we when they don't work, we get annoyed. But but to be able to not have them, and then all of a sudden somebody bring it in and kind of do this over, and it's a, it's like a godsend, and it just it changes your life and touches you. It's just like when I saw that. If I didn't have a motivation to do it to help people before, I surely had it now because they made they made a profound impact on my life by doing that. So, uh, but we're going to put that program together. And uh, so I want everybody to stay tuned because there's a lot more coming your way this fall in regards to Handyman Hunter, what we're going to be doing on Image Home Improvement Live. But, uh, Mike, what type of professionals are you seeking to be part of the Phoenix uh, in the Phoenix uh, market here? Well, basically, we'd like to have, you know, pretty much uh, handy people that can do everything from pretty much start to finish because obviously, uh, you know, like you said, we don't want people to try and do things on their own because uh, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I, I am so bad at anything that I wouldn't even attempt, I couldn't even attempt it. But there's some people that are kind of mediocre and they decide to attempt things and, and quite often it does lead to a big mess and uh, uh, some kind of makeup mayhem. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we, we want to have people that can pretty much uh, do everything from start to finish is really yeah. what we want to get. Yeah, because one of the things that, you know, we've got a, a quick story you mentioned earlier was that... Um, and you'll appreciate this because you're a person that, you know, is not handy with tools, whereas one of our, our dear uh, media professionals, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to embarrass him in case he ever listens, but the story is just, it's hysterical. Um, his wife is more handy than he is, yet he's, he's I mean, he's been well known here in the Valley for yeah. years and years and years on both radio and television, but again... You're, everybody's good at something. They're not good at everything because it just couldn't be that way. God didn't make us like that. But we're here to help each other. So his wife is very talented when it comes to tools, and she's very handy. So when she needs a tool, she used to send her husband, hey, honey, go in the garage and get the channel locks, or go in the garage and get the vice grips or the screwdriver or a Phillips or something. And he didn't know what the, he didn't know what the names of all these tools were. So one day she got so annoyed, she said, all right, I'm going to fix this. I went in the office, and she picked up her sticky pad, and she wrote the name of every tool on a sticky note and put it on every tool. So this way, when she sends her husband into the garage, into the shop area, honey, go get the vice grips, he just looks for the sticky note that says vice grip, and she picks it up. And, and by the up time I'd that. gone over there to do some infrared work for him, yeah. and she had actually put up a board, and it had written above and the outline of where it should be. By the time you know this had gone, the story had gone that far and had been outlined. And this it's, is where it is. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> funny. But again, it's something. That's why when I, we talk about people that if you buy a home, I mean, Christine, I mean, you've dealt in the real estate field for a while, you know, how many homeowners have new homeowners have you seen that really have no clue how to take care of their home? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the majority. Well, see, there you go. Okay. The majority, they don't know. And then it's like, okay, well, well, think about this. Use an analogy of buying a car. 
Okay, if you buy the car, what's the first thing you think of that you need to do on a regular basis with your car other than wash it? Normal maintenance. Normal maintenance. It's just a perfect example of normal maintenance like change the oil. Change check the, the refrigeration. Check the, change the fluids. In, in Arizona, make sure your AC works. Get it checked. Make sure you have enough refrigerant. All these things. If you didn't take care of your car and you just drove it, what would happen? You're sitting there. You'll be sitting on the freeway. It would seize. If you didn't change <laughs> your oil, it would seize up. Okay. The same thing goes with your house. Well, you go get a new car. That's the fun I of it. I like that. And, you know, we still have to talk about that lipstick thing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that right after the break. Don't go away. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey. No problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know. But sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy-do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place. And you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. 
Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And as we like to say, it's the weekend, and it's, I mean, what else would you do on on Saturday morning? But go to the big box store and buy stuff you don't need? Saturday morning. No. <laughs> Dan, you're, you're getting close to the holiday season again. I could tell you're, you're itching to go the buy tools. The tools store. Tool store, yes, uh-huh. absolutely. You know, but again, I've been banned. You've been banned. No, that was last year. Yeah, well, I hit it again this year. Oh my God! All right, so the the, the ban is on the Hayden Hayden uh, family the Hayden to guy, be yeah. at the tool store. No, just me. The rest of the family, it's okay. Me, they shut the door. Nope, <laughs> can't have you okay. in here. Oh boy! All right. Anyway, we want to get back to our discussion with Mike and Christine and Handyman Hunter, and you know, as we were talking about earlier, Mike, tell us a little more about you know. I mean, I know we talked about, um, you know, setting this up and getting it launched in Phoenix. Okay, what I mean, what's the vision behind Handyman Hunter? Yeah, really, it's um, it's kind of based on my experiences over the years and and you know a lot of our uh, projects in the past before we got really good teams they'd go over budget they definitely go over time and so i'm setting it up mostly i mean really to help other uh, real estate investors was my main uh you know the main impetus for setting it up but i think everybody could benefit from it and you know i've, I've been doing what i do for a long long time and i live off the the money you know i have a lot of properties i live off the income that comes from that so I'm not even doing this so much for the, for the money. We obviously want to make a profit so we can continue to expand and help more people. But really, we want to give back and, and help people and, and just clean up the, the whole industry because there's really good people like yourself, uh, and you're kind of lumped in with all the people that aren't so reliable. I, I deal with it every day, and you know, it, it, it always trying to make a difference here in the Phoenix market one home at a time. Right. And, and That's you were, all you can do. And you were, you were mentioning earlier, you, you go into a home, and sometimes you find other things, and you tell people... And probably a lot of people, I'm guessing, I mean, obviously you've got a good reputation, but there's a lot of other people that go in, and it's kind of like when you bring your car into the shop and they find 18 other things that they fix for you, and then it still doesn't work properly. So I just want to make it so that people know who they can trust. If you have somebody good coming into your home and they say you need something, I want you to know that, yes, it's, these people are honest and they're telling you the truth. But when you get the wrong people telling you, you know, certain things, you have to be really, really careful. And so it's all about really creating a, a rating system where you know who you've got coming into your home, you know that they've been their background checked and that it's safe to have them in your house in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then the information they're giving you is all valid and, and going to help you. Yeah. One of the things that we always try to do when we go into people's homes, we want to make it, uh, we want to be their contractor for life. So we want to be able to go back in there and let them know that if they have any need at all, that they're able to make one phone call and know that, Hey, you know, call Steve. If he can't do it, there's somebody he knows that he can. And there are a lot of times that is all the different things that we're getting bigger, you know, with, with the, you know, not just growing the, the remodeling business, but also, you know, ever growing the media work that we do on radio and television, that there's only so much of Steve to go around, but we want to be able to turn around and be able to have qualified, you know, help and re- 
and referrals to actually have people go in and take care of a lot of these smaller items because a lot of times, you know, not everybody has big remodeling projects to do all the time, but they surely have a lot of, like we say, regular maintenance. And if you have somebody that actually can come in and take care of these things on a regular basis that you can trust, you know, and I think one of the things that, Dad, you could concur with me on this because I'm not going to say that home warranties are bad things. However, I've noticed that when people come out to look at for home warranty items, that they're only they've got tunnel vision on, and that's, that's what it. drives me crazy. Well, see the insurance, the insurance inside that I know will only pay them for you know box X. Well, yeah, but, the but, water heater, and they only want to have a price for that water heater. Sometimes a fifty-gallon water heater gets replaced with a forty, and things like that from the warranty company. That's what you have to be careful with because. The contractor is there to replace the thing. Right, and the contractor has only been given so much by the people over him. Yeah, and the contractor is only worried about changing what the insurance company called him. They're not necessarily interested in in doing like we were talking about with Mike and Christine, where we turn around and say, "Hey, you know, I want I want." All the handyman hunter people that are qualified professionals to go into a home, take care of the problem, and have their eyes open because if they see something else, at least make them aware of it. You know, it's not like we're trying to to get more business, but we want to be able to be that referral so that when they're ready to do it, it's handyman hunter that they're going to call. See, just like with a handyman hunter, they, I would imagine, would be the more responsible plumber that would say. Uh, you actually need this gas water heater 18 inches up above the floor in the garage, and we also need a catch pan underneath that thing before I walk away. How can we deal with this? We need to deal with this. And, oh, by the way, we need some air in the garage to feed the water heater fresh air. Um, you know, that's some of the basics because I right. run into exchanged it, units all the time, and it's not up to speed. And we know what we need to do right now? We need take to take. A break. We have to take. A, we have to take a shameful financial sponsor break. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to have more with Mike and Christine from Handyman Hunter and the Luxury Look and Promise. This is the segment we're going to wrap up the <laughs> lipstick story. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. 
Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are locked into Image Home Improvement Live right here. And, you know, Dan, one of the things that, um, and I'm sure Christine will uh, actually enjoy this, because when you think about this, when you go into people's homes and they're going to sell it and they need it staged, a lot of times there could be a little clutter out there. Gave me uh, the wrong dressing room, and I couldn't find any place to put my stuff. And I don't know how you are, but I need a place to put my stuff, so... That's what I've been doing back there, just trying to find a place for my stuff. You know how important that is. That's the whole, that's the whole meaning of life, isn't it? Trying to find a place for your stuff. That's all your house is. Your house is just a place for your stuff. That's right, your and house. Then, and that's why we have realtors to help us find a new house for all our stuff. That's right. You know, so people, turn around, people turn around. You know, I get this comment all the time. People turn around and say, you know, you sound like George Carlin. And I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, really. I'm like, okay, if you say so. But no, that's funny. You know, seriously, you have a place. You go into people's homes, and I see that too. We go in for remodeling or doing or repair or something, and guess what? Their stuff is just everywhere, and it's just like, you know. And you know that they're giving you a story because they'll turn around and say, "Well, forgive me, I just didn't have a chance to put my stuff away over the weekend." And I'm like. Well, here's the other thing: what is weekend the stuff, are we talking about? But the stuff you got to be careful—stuff you got to be careful with—is for the ladies, and we need to be able to know where to put uh, the product and all the lipstick. Okay, so tell us what would happen if you if you opened your drawer up and all the makeup was waterlogged. What would you do? Well, first of all, makeup is a protected class, and if you're ruining the all of the makeup, that could be equivalent to the size—I mean, the amount of a small remodel. So, how much um, do you think you that seriously could it be? Oh no, I don't know. I'm gonna guess about five hundred, five hundred dollars. Wow. No, I've been in some places these large executive homes, the big homes, and I saw enough product where it'd be up in the thousands. Really? Oh, yeah, I do yeah. see that. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, because we. Oh, I. It, oh, I'm a little bit more simplified than that, but I got to tell you, there was a lady <laughs> that we went in and did a, a major remodel in her bathroom. And it, she was, let's, let's just say she wasn't, she didn't pick up everything at the end of the night, okay? So when we went in, she had an eight-foot counter, dual-sink master bathroom counter that had makeup and brushes and everything that had and to do with getting all, the stuff. all just over handy. the entire eight-foot of counter. <laughs> wow. And I'm like... That's why when she said, she says, well, we redesigned to do the bathroom over. I need more storage space. <laughs> I thought, no kidding, right? I mean, can you think? But no, seriously, she needed that. But uh, sometimes people do that. So I could see it. I mm-hmm. could see that price yards up and there. yards. And of then product. depending and depending on what kind that you buy. Right. It could be Ooh. it could be astronomical. Oh, it could be a lot. Oh, right. my God. Yes, absolutely. And then they have to have extra for in case they run out. That's right, the backup oh, stuff. The backup, the backup <laughs> stuff. Oh, backup minute, inventory. I thought that, I thought that was right. in the guest that's right. bathroom. That's where, the, that's where the backup was, in the guest bathroom. You never want to be out. Oh, my God. It's just like, and, and, and I think between makeup and shoes. 
Shoes Ooh. is the other big deal. Like, oh, okay, don't so, forget purses. Uh, oh, and oh, purses. Yeah. Oh, how per- could I forget? The purses that match. You know, it's like because some people in some, you know, some homes that are, are pretty big, and when you have a walk-in closet, it's not like a walk-in closet. It's like a walk-in room because well, they've got clothes. They've got, they've got an island in the middle. They've got draw spaces. They've got, you know, mm-hmm. different racks for like a zillion shoes. I've and walked I'm like, into well, closets. Minute, how many were... shoes can you wear in one day? Steve, I've walked into closets that were bigger than my base room when I was in the Air Force. And I had the room to myself, and these closets are bigger than some of the billeting I had. <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. Dude. You know, but anyway, but um, thinking about, again, a little bit about the different areas about what Handyman Hunter could actually cover when you think about, okay, Dan, some of the areas that you see in home, homes every day that need repair. What kind of things do you, uh, you think we're talking about? Starting from the top down. Starting from be, the top down. Because okay, I'm, sure crack, th- I'm sure these are all on Mike's list. The crack trusses. No, no, handyman's not going to fix it. Well, they can, up to, they can up to a certain point, as long as they have a diagram. You know. But then uh, the missing somebody, cover. Somebody <laughs> to change the aerator the right way. Actually, uh, air conditioners that uh, aren't strapped upright, all it would take is some strapping. Handyman can handle that. And then you go down to the plumbing, things that keep burping in the middle of the night or dripping. Well, <laughs> you know, we think about this, you know, and, and actually on the Handyman Hunter site, there's a laundry list of different things that actually can be done when you think about it. You know, thinking about landscaping, you've got fence repairs, whether they be, you know, metal fencing or it could be wood fencing. And, you know, depending on what you have there, you've got plumbing you've got how many people obviously have had tile issues where they've had actual plumbing disasters or if somebody's gone in and maybe done um tried to do effective repair in an area where they had to dig up the foundation and done a really shabby you know uh tile job so you've got tiling to actually do then you, you actually have like cabinets that have had too much stuff in them yeah. and the drawers broke you know, <laughs> fix out the fix know, the drawers and the doors. You know, others and there's other small woodworking areas that need to be done, like fascia boards, maybe some siding repair that needs to be done if you've got siding on the side of your house. And again, these are things that are small, depending mm-hmm. on the extent of the damage, and that somebody, you know, a qualified uh, handyman hunter contractor can actually come in and how take about, care of. How about the phantom flush in the toilet? You know, plumbing. Yeah, I mean, minor plumbing. Minor plumbing things could be done quite effectively by a handyman if he knows. Again, if he's you know educated and skilled in that area, you know, because there are a lot of different things, and I think a lot of people have problems. I know, Mike. You like you said, you don't get involved with a lot of these things yourself, but you know, I think one of the things that I've seen from a plumbing aspect is. Uh, when the float system goes bad in the tank, people who try to fix it themselves, they, uh, that's, that's, it, it's a comedy of errors. Rubber bands and paper clips and Oh, such. my God. You'd be surprised what we, found, what we find in there. And, and, and again, when people buy them, because now there's so many different manufacturers out there, not all the different floats mechanisms that fit in your tank work for every toilet. So you've got to have a qualified professional to actually go in there, and they're not going to have every individual part that they may need to fix your particular, you know, issue that they've come out there for. But they've got to come out and take a look at it, and then at least they know where to go, get the part, come back, take care of it in a qualified way, 
professional way, and that this way you'll be happy. But, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that, but uh, that's a lot what I see where people come in there and they look at it and I'm like, well, what do I do now? Who do I call? You know, and I think this is what we're trying to do to have a one-stop shop for all these minor things that aren't major remodeling issues. And, you know, and one of the things that being that we've grown beyond the handyman status for the most part, because we're doing a lot bigger projects that we can incorporate qualified professionals now through Handyman Hunter to actually service all the image home improvement clients that we've had for the last 27 years, as well as all the new people that we'll be able to reach, where it's going to be uh, pretty impressive. And you'll be able to see um, ads and, you know, both on television and radio uh, promoting Handyman Hunter and why this should be your choice to go out and call the qualified professional from the company. Um, in in your projections of how far you would like to see go, uh, obviously Phoenix is going to be your major market. Are there other areas that you see on the horizon coming in, in the, like, say, the next five years? Yeah, well, we want to uh, take it slowly and do it properly. And, and so we're going to, uh, you know, figure out a lot of stuff while we're doing Phoenix and make it, uh, we're going to master what we do, and then we're going to take it to the next city, but we're going to do it one city at a time. Our goal is not to dominate the entire planet. Uh, we like to get there eventually, but uh, we really want to do things properly, and I think that's the key, and really be involved in the communities that we're in and not just be you know, some big uh, unknown player on the, on the Internet that uh, tries to encompass everything and everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's, and again, that's so important, knowing, knowing your niche, is so important because, like you had said earlier, sometimes you try and do too much at one time, and it doesn't it doesn't work right because you lose. You're trying to keep your finger on every little thing, and then things slip through the crack, and that's not important. If you if you deal with it, especially in a startup mode, one customer at a time, make sure that they're content. They get you know they get their pro, their uh, repair done. That you know again. You know, uh, their work is guaranteed. If you have any concerns, they'll be able to come back out and take care of it. Uh, and also, again, a rating system so that this way, you know, they're, you know, as the organization grows here in the Valley, there'll be a lot of history and credibility as well as, you know, people knowing, how, you know, who to call and get the word out. And I, that, that's so important. I think, uh, again, with Christine, with her connections in the real estate market, I think that's a lot, um, especially new people coming into the market, they need to present something to a homeowner in the way of, uh, you know, what happens beyond the point of the sale. So that this way, you know, like you had said, Christine, a lot of homeowners, the bulk of them don't know what to do. Okay. So if you have any issues at all what's the one the one first phone call you can make if if it's something that's minor that they will you know have the information about handyman hunter that they can give out to all their people that they have sold homes to as well as the new people that are uh are buying homes that they're dealing with correct and also what i think would be good to know is that handyman hunter has three of us and two of us between the two of us there's over 60 years of experience in real estate, and one of us, one of the members is also a contractor who's been doing this for many, many years. And so who better to put together a concept of home repairs 
of every aspect than people who are already working with the industry. So we have realtors and contractors putting this together. We're not just somebody who sits on a board of directors trying to run a company. We're actually in the game, on the ground, and we know our, we know our clients. We know what the realtors need, and we're hoping to have Hanneman Hunter become all the real estate brokerages resource for their clients and for the realtors to rely on when they need a plumber. I mean, at being in real estate, I don't know how many emails I get a day. Does anyone have a handyman or a plumber or a repair person that they can, you know, shoot my way? And, you know, your email is flooded with that. So by having a concept like this where they just have it on their database, you know, maybe on their company website where they could just go in and look at all the categories that's available and then refer that out yep. and, and have the trust that, that that's a good person's coming out to their house. You know, one of the, one of the first persons that I think that would be also instrumental in, in reaching out to is the work that Dan does over at the Arizona State Real Estate uh, School of Real Estate, where actually he teaches home inspection. Right. And that's mm-hmm. it's important to know because again, Look, how many to people get these guys to understand that not all the time does it take a licensed contractor, but you can have a qualified handyman come in, make things good, and keep the keep the deal going. Well, <clears> yeah, it, because too many times I've seen them just about stall because there was an item that just couldn't. There was, it was timing; didn't have enough time to get out there and get it. And I've seen. Seem transaction stall. It, and it's a perfect thing for doing a sale of a home where you actually come out and did. You come out and you give them a list. Okay, there's a punch list of all these different small items. You, you pick up the phone. You call Handyman Hunter. We send out a qualified professional. They go through the laundry list of things. Boom, boom, boom. House gets done because a lot of these things have to be done during the inspection period. And if mm-hmm. they don't get done during the inspection period, you know, I mean, I've had homeowners just call me in there like at the wit's end, you know, this guy yeah. never came. I'm stressing out. We've got three days to go before the inspection period's over. I got to get these things fixed. What do I do? Well, why stress? As long as, you know, when you pick up the phone early, you pick and you call and you get these items taken care of and it's all done and it's less stressful. The homeowner can sell the home, feel confident that everything's done. The binzer is complete. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and know, then so, on we go. You know, so, <laughs> exactly um, right. but I want to let everybody know, you know, they're going to be, keep your eyes and ears open. You know, we're going to be having announcements and some of the different things uh, as we get a little closer to the official launch of Handyman Hunter that, you know, going to be coming out. Uh, you'll be hearing it here right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Make sure you check out things that we're going to be doing on uh, uh, terrestrial radio as well as digital and also television. So it's going to be, you You will, you will if you don't know about it now or maybe you only heard about it today on my show, you'll actually be seeing it uh, during the course of other things that you do in life. And it's just going to be woven into the fabric of the Phoenix home repair market. And it's going to be, Fabulous. Resistance will be futile. Yeah, remember. Resistance is futile. That's exactly what we always say. So, all right. Um, Mike, thanks so much for being on the show today. We've got a lot of good things, a lot of great things. And uh, as more things come out, we'll get, you know, get them out to the market. So do that as well as Christine. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me back. Great to have you on the show. Well, second time, but nevertheless, because we've got a lot more to accomplish here. And we're going to be changing 
the face of home repair in the Phoenix market, as they say, one homeowner at a time. So, and that's exactly, that's the cue. It's that's time it. to go. And we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, if you haven't gone and seen Star Trek Beyond yet, go see it. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you.